Hello and welcome back to another episode of Two Substitutes. It's been a while. Happy New Year to everyone. I'm joined by Akshay all the way from India. Welcome back, Akshay. Hello, sir. Happy New Happy Year. Happy New Year to you as well. Yes. How was your New Year? Uh, New Year was good. Uh, excited to see what 2020 brings. Any resolutions? Do you do resolutions? <laughs> no, I've stopped doing this. Yes. Same. <laughs> Just carry on with life. Hope, hope for the best. Yeah. You need a new mindset. Don't need like a new day or anything. Yeah. You can have that new mindset in time. Every day should be a new day. Right. And there's your uh, quote of the day. Right. <laughs> All right. So we thought of. doing our te- premier league team of the decade because everyone else is doing it so <laughs> we have to do it it's a little late but uh, the decade technically is still on so we decided to do our version of premier league team of the decade uh, we have not shared our list with each other so far so this will be new to both of us are you ready yep and after this we can probably sum up uh the current premier league season briefly okay all right so let's start with the formation i guess what formation did you choose yeah i'm going with 442 four, okay <laughs> the ba- the strikers. standard formation yeah uh, okay and then depending on the game you can switch the formation <laughs> Yeah, I mean, with this team, I think you can play different formations. It's flexible enough, and I also have uh, a good bench, hmm. seven players that can. Oh, nice! Nah, you put formation. seven players on your bench. I only have one right now, <laughs> but I'll see. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ah, uh, so goalkeeper, I'm pretty sure this should be the same for both of us. I I put the hair. Okay, I was torn between David the hair and Perecek. Hmm. Because so right. the reasoning I didn't put Petrček was he was more prominent in the decade before that. Right, but uh, yeah, he still has three Premier League titles, like two with yeah. Chelsea, or three, all three of them with Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. In terms of number of titles, like De Gea only has one. Right. But yeah, you could like. I mean, it's really tough to choose between them for me, but just because like Daya's recent form has not been great, right? Uh, this season and also the season before before this one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's so, yeah. But then, like, I do have one goalkeeper on the bench, so yeah, I think I I thought of doing that also. So I'll put Petrček on my bench. Yeah, I would uh, probably do the same. We have to decide on uh, the main team. I think then we can uh, put it on Twitter. But okay. yeah. so we have to decide between De Gea and Petrček. I mean, your three titles was uh, make makes a compelling argument. But was that in this decade or yeah. all of the? Okay. Hmm. 
it's a compelling argument but also i think in one of the title maybe it was uh, it was kortoa who who did played most of the games oh right in the right. last your last one yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think um, his positive like he has been best player for Manchester United for last like four or five years in this decade. So he has been consistent, and he has single-handedly sometimes saved many lot more times. I think Chelsea had the luxury of very good defenders also in the team. Right. I mean, I don't. Yeah, it's like yeah. for me, like it's the recency bias or like. From what I've seen of him recently, yeah, been great, so that's what makes me think that maybe Perisic should go in. Yeah, this season he has not been good. I okay, let's go with Perisic then. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I'll be happy with that. So Perisic in goal, and then uh, De Gea can be the bench. Yeah, I mean it's like not much to choose between them. I think in terms of uh, maybe performances wise, they are. Vincent. Yeah, I think maybe he's more of his longevity and yeah, better performance like with the titles. Yeah, better uh, reflexes and like, ball, ball uh, right. passing. Right, and check. I don't think he has like he has been this bad. Maybe like you'd see his last yeah. season. He made like couple of blunders, but like that's expected when you are in your like. last season of end your of your career, career yeah. towards the end of your career but they yeah, you could say that he is still in his prime and, and is making mistakes petrchek <laughs> is more of a leader also i think on the pitch right yeah okay petrchek then and then uh, let's go with defense so i am going with 3 4 three formation mm-hmm. and there's no left back or right back <laughs> there is right back but i am playing him as a center back okay. uh Uh, so my three defenses: uh, Ivanovic, Van Dijk, and Company. Okay. What's yours? I have uh, the four Company def- and Van Dijk. Okay. As my center backs, I have Kyle Walker as right back, mm-hmm. and for left back, it was uh, it was tough to decide between. Uh, I I've gone with Leighton Baines just because of his attacking. contributions although like he has only performed maybe until 2016 or 17 mm-hmm. in this decade so he's there for like half the decade you could say right in his prime but there's no other left back that comes to my mind maybe as filiqueta who can uh, like who play different positions yeah uh, so i have him on the bench so if needed i can i can play with him Okay, yeah, I put Ivanovic because of the Champions League title also that he won within this decade. Also, he was during that time. I I think Kyle Walker came a little bit late. I was trying to put him. He was in my bench, but Ivanovic because of the Champions League title and the Premier League, uh, and also Kyle Walker. I think mostly improved under Pep Guardiola when he moved to Man City. Uh, yep, Ivanovic was better defensively in my opinion. I think. Uh, uh and also he i remember uh, ivanovic saving us against uh, napoli or some team when we were losing uh, he contributed he, he contributed a yeah, lot more than kyle walker in my opinion during important yeah, he, games he used to score a lot of goals too yeah i break like he would pop up with some goals yeah 
so that's why I, ha I have him as the center back and then Van Dyke company obviously won lots of titles this uh, decade yeah he got last four titles yeah and also a leader another thing yeah I think like company has to be in there like he was my like, guy that like was, okay at the center back like he was like confirmed yeah for player of the decade even like in his uh, last season for city he contributed with that right um, tremendous goal to seal the title or that was like the turning point in man city winning the title yeah and after him like you could see man city struggling a lot and they're still missing him yeah yeah they need uh, that leadership in it so I would say we can uh, do Vendai company as center backs and right back Ivanovic. What's your for Walker? Like right now, yeah, he felt to me like he's the best right now in that in in that position. Yeah, right now he's the best, but yeah, but yeah. for the yeah for. Most consistency of the wise like yeah he has not been like consistent throughout the decade yeah yeah i think he would be if he did team of the decade in 2025 yeah, maybe like last three seasons he's yeah. been yeah. the best but yeah do you know like how many seasons ivanovic had in this decade i think it was four four uh five or six five. So he joined at the start of this decade. That's why I had him. Okay. Let me confirm. Yeah, I'm doing the same. Yeah, he joined 2007-8 uh, season and then he lasted till 2013. Mm. 2017 actually so yeah most of the decade he was with Chelsea mm -hmm. so yeah I think like 2012-13 he had 10 goals in that season and yeah yeah so and Kyle Walker doesn't have that many goal contributions you know he and his his pace, pace usually bails him out a lot also he's a good defender but he has improved a lot more under uh, mm -hmm. Project uh, under maybe Guardiola more than Pochettino, but yeah, later on right. in his career he has improved. But that was the case with both him and Kyle Walker, also uh, both him and uh, Danny Rose. Mm -hmm. So I would no, go it's... for Ivanovic. Okay, yeah, I would go with your choice. Then he also has three Premier League titles, where Kyle Walker has two. Hmm. Oh yeah, and... so same thing as Petr Cech. That also can be applied with. Yeah, and in terms of number of goals, he definitely has more goals than Kyle Walker. Kyle yeah. Walker has seven goals and twenty-seven assists, and those are important goals also for the mm. club. Like important games when we were behind. Yeah, he has some thirty-plus goals and twenty assists. Mm. So yeah, okay. All right. So right back Ivanovic, Van Dyke company. We can. Uh, now, if you're doing right, we have to do left back. I th we can go yeah. with Leighton Baines. What do you do? Yeah, I would be fine with him because he has scored 30 goals and 50 assists. Mm -hmm. 
this decade and I'm like over 100 plus clean sheets. He does not have any title to decorate his career, but I mean, he was at Everton and yeah, like if he was playing for a better club. The only competition to him around that time would be Danny Rose, I think. Uh, Robertson yeah, is very he, recent, so right. we cannot put him. Right. For Robertson, could have a shout, but he has only had like, same as uh, Kyle Walker, you could say, where he only had yeah. two seasons and he's yet to win the title. Yeah. I mean, uh, in terms but, of... Yeah, if you're going with like for a decade, then... Yeah. Say like Baines, and he was also a very good penalty taker and gave lots of fantasy player. points. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. At one point, like he will always be in my uh, <laughs> fantasy team. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's put Baines then. So the goalkeeping and defense is settled now. Uh, yeah. Let's do all midfielders first, and then we can decide what formation to put them in. Okay. So I have two strikers right now, but uh, the midfielders, I had uh, like uh, Yaya Toure and Kante as the <laughs> two pivots. So Kante okay. could be more uh, defensive minded and Yaya Toure because he scored lots of important goals also. And he yeah. was also in most people's fantasy teams <laughs> when he was playing. Yeah, uh, He was good at free kicks. He could be the box mm-hmm. to um, uh, more more of a creative but defensive minded midfielder. He was big also. He could mm-hmm. tackle. So yeah, to Ryan Kante are my two pivots. Okay, I had Kante in there mm-hmm. to do the to do the dirty work. Yeah, um, I don't think there are any doubts in putting Kante. Yeah, in the team because he has won. Premier League titles with two different teams and in back-to-back seasons. Yeah. It's really hard to achieve and he was at the center in both of those teams. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, he goes in without a doubt. I put Yaya Toure on the bench. Okay. Um, He's still like, I mean, just because like he was also in the similar mold where like I felt like he was more defensively than going forward. But yeah, he did contribute. I think he was pretty good attacking. Well. We just we, we don't remember it because I think because of his frame. I th- he, I mean, yeah. I, I remember. He has sixty-two goals and thirty-two assists. So there's still a lot of goals and assists. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So what? what and I guess like, what's that? So what? What's who's your other? My, My other center mid is David Silva because four four two. Like I need one to hold and one to like create some chances, and mm-hmm. I felt like David Silva would be a better creator than Yaya Toure. Mm-hmm. That was my so I have seen David Silva also play as a mid, right midfielder or left midfielder. So that mm-hmm. was my uh, com, um, what is it called? I cannot remember the word, but that was my workaround for this. So Yaya Toure okay. and Kante were my two centre midfielders, and then mm-hmm. David Silva was the right midfielder for me. I see. Yeah, Silva has like done everything I think in yeah. this decade where he was played as a cam, yeah. as a CM, sometimes on like on the left. And you don't have to be Spain and 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't have to be pacey to be right midfielder under certain systems like Guardiola clearly has proven that. I mean, he, he Silva, even if he's playing on the wing, he cut, comes inside a lot and dictates play from yeah. there. So that was my reasoning. Yeah, and David Silva also has four titles with Man City. Right, yeah. He has always been there in Man City till this season even. Yeah. He's still contributing and... He has yeah, like he, 57 goals and 89 yeah. assists. He'll definitely be in our team. Just we have to decide on the position maybe later. So who's your yeah. other midfielder? I had Hazard as the left. Uh, on the wings, yeah, I had Hazard as well. And who uh, was your right winger? On the right, I have Sterling. Mm, yeah, I, I, I omitted Sterling. Sterling was in my bench. Okay. Yeah, I was... Con- Fused between, or I was thinking who to put on the right hand side, Sterling or Kevin De Bruyne. Mm-hmm. I put Kevin De Bruyne on the bench just because of his injury record. And yeah, same. Uh, and also Sterling, his goal contributions. More, so his him us looking at him as a world class player has only started more under Pep Guardiola, I think, which is recent. Yeah, but right. And he, I, w- I would say De Bruyne, if anyone has a shout, De Bruyne has more of a shout in going in the first team than Sterling. That's why mm-hmm. I put David Silva instead in the right side. Okay. Because I could not ignore uh, Yaya Toure. I mean, if I... If I... Mm-hmm. If I wanted to choose between Yaya Toure and Sterling, I had to... I, had, I wanted to put Yaya Toure. Mm-hmm. Mm. In your first team, yeah, we have to decide. Okay. Tough times. Yeah, I think like with yeah with your formation, like we lack some pace on the right hand side. Hazard is like perfect for uh, for his position on the left hand side. Yeah, that's decided, right? So there's no yes, like there's no question on that. in his ability and yeah. his uh, place in the team. Okay. And we have Kante as well. Right, so yeah. that's for sure. Good chemistry, so same club, to... same league. <laughs> right. Perfect chemistry. Um, well, not perfect, but yeah. yeah. Then still. Um, David Silva, <laughs> Toure, Sterling, so see, let me see. About creativity. What's that? Yeah, I, so... Um, let me see Raheem Sterling. I wanted to see his uh, contribution. The, oh no! Like the year he. Yeah, I think he's playing till from 2013 in this decade okay. for Liverpool. Although, like he wasn't playing mm. in as many games as he's doing now, but his last season on for Liverpool was still good. Mm. And under Pep Guardiola, he has been amazing yeah that's true let me see yeah yeah Toure see Toure was 10 to 18 to 59 goals okay Uh, maybe because of the birthday scandal I'll put him out yeah (laughs) yeah Sterling is more of a I guess uh, he has contributed more outside football also in terms of 
Like yeah, he has been like a role model to for all the young players and yeah. how you can still improve. Like you, there were a lot of questions about Sterling when he went to Man City and the way yeah. he handled all that pressure and how he improved himself as a player and like now, like he is considered as one of the best wingers. Right. Because at one point in his career, it never looked like it will happen for him. Like he would miss so many chances, and uh, you would wonder, like he would go down as a winger who had a lot of uh, dribbling skills, but couldn't actually do anything in the final third. Yeah, a lot of credit goes to Pep for that. <laughs> yeah, I guess then we, yeah. I just needed more physicality than in the midfield. I think there is only Kante right now, but that's why I yeah. put Yaya Toure there because he was big also. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I still so maybe yeah we could do say Yaya Toure and Sterling to give that pace like it keeps a space on the right hand side and also gives physicality of Yaya Toure and also that then who should we drop out so in that case Silva drops to bench yeah yeah let's do that we have creativity in Hazard and Sterling I know Silva is much better in uh, finding tiny pockets of spaces yeah Uh, we can bring him on from the bench Ah, this is so hard. <laughs> or maybe we could go in away games to go with Toure. Work around. Home games, like when we have a lot of position, we keep Silva. <laughs> Work around. So yeah, those guys can, you can rotate between them depending on the situation. Okay, yeah. Point. Yeah. Or not. Because we, I definitely, because... I definitely need a tall player here because all of the other uh, midfielders are short. Yeah, short and lightweight. Yeah, except Kante. Kante is not lightweight, but he is still he cannot win headers and stuff. So right. Um. Okay. Yeah. Let's do then. Sterling, Kante, Toure, and Hazard. Okay. And then uh, the two strikers I had were Kane and Aguero. Uh, same for me. Same. I don't think there are no any arguments. doubts for both of them. Uh, yeah. Um, maybe let's Aguero see. Aguero has to be like, even if I was playing with one striker, I would go yeah. with Aguero. Aguero has okay, to be yeah. like a striker of the decade. Yeah. In this decade, will be remembered <laughs> as like Aguero's, I could say, because he scored so many goals. Right, yeah. 174 goals and 45 assists. And he has actually changed the position and his game as well. Right. Uh, I think under Pep Guardiola, he has still improved. In, yeah. Uh, and uh, um, I think Kane, maybe in the next decade, he could become the best striker of that decade. He, for half of the last decade, he was, he, he was still one of the best strikers in Premier League, along with Aguero. Yep. Uh, maybe if anything can go against him, maybe more of injury to Aguero than... Injury and also like sometimes like players speak at different times and yeah. if like he can't continue for next two or three seasons with the same numbers then people will start questioning that yeah. for him. 
but right now like he is consistently getting like 20 plus league goals every season right yeah and that's hard to achieve from the time he's been doing and the premier league titles also that time <laughs> yeah and then the argument for uh, kane is there he's one of the best strikers in the premier league i think i could have if i wanted because of just because of the title i always almost put wadi there instead of kane because yeah, that was very unexpected but for kane just because like he also gives that different dynamic like he can help the build up play yeah and his his passing is also something that right, doesn't yeah. get much credit yeah and yeah. you have aguero as like uh, a striker who can move around or like beat the defensive line yeah and with kane can do more of a center forward play can create chances for for the main striker both of these players are all round strikers i think that's true yeah all right then i think that's the first team settled we can uh, talk of bench let's uh, re- rewind the first team then petacek ivanovic vendike company leighton mains sterling kante toure hazard kane and aguero yep pretty solid pretty solid team and in the bench <clears throat> i have wadi dehaya silva de bruyne and fabregas oh okay i put your For arsenal me, player and arsenal slash chelsea player i need to okay. put a defender also actually there yeah for me like i have uh, kevin de bruyne aspilicueta to give that uh, option defensively yeah and jamie wardy tahea uh, as a goalkeeping option mm-hmm. uh, sadio mane and koshinli uh, actually koshinli is my player that i have on my <laughs> team that's from arsenal <laughs> just because like i couldn't find any central defender who was solid throughout the decade i would say yeah. there were there was a kehil who was more solid than koshinli hello yeah oh, okay okay kehil kehil let's see his numbers oh you okay you're taking numbers okay yeah so with the players that we have in common are Jamie Vardy uh De Bruyne Dehaya of course uh, De Bruyne Aspilicueta I just put Aspilicueta there oh. okay Aspilicueta one of Toure or Silva David Silva so we have like yeah five players settled so there's only difference of two so you have Fabregas and who else just Fabregas here yeah. okay for me like yeah I had Mane and Koscielny as like two remaining players mm. i would say and then i mm-hmm. wanted to put kehil now then because you mentioned koshilni okay did you check the no the, let me see so, so it's between fabregas and mane and koshilni and kehil yeah i think we have to put a defender though in, instead we have a right back or <coughs> unless espeliqueta if espeliqueta can play as a center back then we can decide between fabregas i think with kehi like he will have that uh, league title yeah. going his way right away yeah. make, <laughs> make it hard for me to 
make an argument <laughs> yeah i know it will be hard. it's hard to argue <laughs> i i'm just uh, let me see so he has two premier league titles more more goals also 10 to 19 more goals uh, let me see no less less six goals less yeah but champions league <laughs> and premier league <laughs> yeah mean yeah koshini was considered to be one of the best in the premier league in during his peak yeah um, that's all i have to <laughs> his defense and he would <laughs> He will also score some some important goals. I can understand your <laughs> struggle. Let's <laughs> uh, put you out of your misery, man. Let's just put uh, Espeliqueta. He can play as a centre back. Espeliqueta was already there, right? Yeah. Then we should just decide between a uh, attacking player again. I think maybe Fabregas, <coughs> Mane. Uh, who else was there? You said. Ah, uh, that's it. Yeah, I have Mane. So if we if we go with Aspiliqueta and don't have Cahill, then you still have we still have two positions then to fill up. Hmm. Let's do. Oh, then we can do both Fabregas and Mane. Yeah, that's true. Should we go for Aspiliqueta. one more defender? Or very well. I would. We only have one defender in the bench. <laughs> yeah, we only have Aspiliqueta right now, but he he's more like a versatile player. Yeah. I was also thinking about putting in James Milner on the bench just because <laughs> to have that positional freedom. But he also plays. So I think he yeah he plays as a right back more. He hasn't played as a played as a centre back. any time right back or left back he has played no. you know and midfielder well, we should put fernandinho in that case actually fernandinho yeah he's a good shot actually yeah you're right fernandinho could play as a center back i mean he's not yeah, that he's good he's been instrumental in pretty much like everything city has done yeah uh, but san fernandinho and yaya toure three premier league titles similar players because i think fernandinho to cover yaya toure Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah. Uh, ah, okay. Let's put let's put Kehil. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and Mane or Fabregas then? Hmm. Maybe I'll put Mane because for creativity we already have Silva. Then. Yeah, we also have Kevin De Bruyne as well. Yeah. Yeah, and then we. Yeah, if one of the wingers gets tired, we can bring on Mane from the bench. And yes. Same. Like Mane has been like playing amazingly well, even when he was at Southampton. Yeah. That's my argument for him. Like you know, to do it at Southampton and then to improve it even more at Liverpool. Yeah. Salah is too young in this deck for the last decade, so to put him right now. So. Yeah, I think like Salah doesn't have what Mane did at Southampton. Yeah. Before coming to Liverpool, maybe when they came to Liverpool around at the same time. Yeah. 
And Salah has been like phenomenal as well, but he's only done it for two seasons. Yeah, I am the. Uh, yeah, I think. I think this is pretty good. Then on the bench, Wadi, De Gea, De Bruyne, Cahill, Silva, Espilicueta, and Mane. Yeah. All right. Pretty good team. Solid team. You should do the ultimate team. Yeah, a lot of experience and like it has everything that you need. You can play different formations too. Yeah. Oh, your homework is to put this on the ultimate team thing and post it on Twitter while I edit this episode. <laughs> Where is ultimate? Oh, okay. The, you know the one we did for uh, last season also. <laughs> you know the season. Yeah. The ultimate team. I mean the website. I don't know the the yeah, team like or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And post it on the two substitutes Twitter. <laughs> okay. You have all the players, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then uh, so I also thought of talking this uh, briefly talking about moments of the decade. I had three actually that I remember uh, off the top of my head. So okay, one is the Gerard slip of the 2013-14 season. I had to do it for Benter. It also <laughs> okay. cost them the title because right. they were so close in that season to winning it. Mm-hmm. And that slip is remembered forever in uh, Chelsea fans' hearts and also Liverpool fans. Mm. <laughs> my, my yeah, I remember that day. <laughs> yeah, and the other one for me was the Aguero injury time goal. Mm-hmm. That happened because that commentary. I don't know, so I forget the name. I I should remember. His, was it Martin? Martin Tyler. Martin yeah. Tyler. Yeah, that is so ingrained in our memories. Aguero. So yeah, legendary. I mean, that has to be like yeah. moment of the decade for me as well. Like you know, it's unforgettable, and the way they won the title on the last day of the season. Yeah. When Manchester Man, Man United thought. Yeah, they had done it already. Right. Uh, it's like it's amazing. It's hard to script such thing. Yeah. And to witness that, I think for me, like that's the moment of the decade. I would remember mm, this decade so for that moment. I I mentioned these two were my honorable mentions, but I you are completely wrong there because the moment of the decade it, is the Leicester title of twenty fifteen sixteen. Yeah, I had that as my second. No, 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 no. I cannot. (laughs) This cannot be your second. That has to be. I think we are slowly forgetting how special that season was. They were they were five thousand to one odds. It was like for a season, right? Like I mean, it's incredible achievement, but but it happened over the course of season. Yeah, but we are doing more. Like wasn't just like a single moment. So that's why I would go with the Aguero as like my top moment, and Leicester would be my second. No, but then you can say the same thing. I mean, it won the title, yes, but Leicester winning the... You can say Leicester lifting the trophy is the moment of the decade then. I can put it that way. <laughs> I I cannot go past that. This is this is just okay. too, too special to not put in there. I mean, yeah, we have different opinions. We are not doing uh, common among this. So, it, Aguero mm-hmm. one can still be yours. But for me, it was the yeah. Leicester... Lifting that trophy because I don't think this will ever be repeated in not just in football. In I, I mean, I mm-hmm. think the odds they had were uh, the 
uh, insurmountable odds in any sporting event of any era. Yeah, that is an inv- unbelievable achievement. Yeah. So it was great that season. Yeah. So those three were my moments. What? Uh, so you, yours was uh, Guerrero and uh, Lester. Any others yeah. you can think of? No, I think those would be like those would come to my mind. Okay. As like the moments. Okay. Other than that, like my bias when Arsene Wenger leaving. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. <clears throat> yeah, that was a end of an era. Also, Arsene Wenger. That was a big event. Yep. And then uh, we had good evening. <laughs> not the most memorable thing <laughs> i hope to forget those days soon <laughs> i feel i felt bad for him <laughs> yeah he was good i mean he was good as a person but he just couldn't yeah get it working like it seemed like he was struggling to get his ideas to the players and yeah it was it just didn't happen for him yeah I felt like communication was the big problem. was the biggest uh, problem for him mm. in England. Right. All right and then. Once it starts going bad, like it only goes bad. Like there's no um, yeah coming out from from that spiral. Say David Lewis had that controversial statement two days ago. Like we are finally feeling happy now. I never trust yeah. these statements though. Well, I've seen that with Chelsea a lot of times also. They mm-hmm. players will say things <laughs> and then uh, if something goes wrong with Arteta, again in the next interview, it'll be like, yeah, we are finally happy now. It wasn't that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I think the team of the decade is settled. Subs are settled. Moment of the decade is settled. Uh, we can finally yep. move on to the last segment of this podcast, which is uh, to mm-hmm. review the season so far in the Premier League and maybe around Europe. We, yep. And just for listeners, we didn't want to want to do the team of the decade for the whole Europe. It would have been really hard. And also, yeah. <laughs> lots of research, just to be honest. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, then Premier League season so far, Liverpool... Uh, congrats to them on winning the Premier League. <laughs> uh, but uh, do you have any doubts on that? They have two games in hand and they are leading by 10 points. No, I do not have any doubts. I was hoping for some drama. Like I, I don't like to see Premier League title being a one-horse race. Yeah. But, but they are just so unstoppable at the moment where, like, you know, in this festive period, they had too many games. Like they had some fifteen games in forty days, or they won all of them, something right? of or that something. nature. But yeah, they still got maximum points <laughs> of those Premier League fixtures. So if that couldn't stop them, then I don't see anything else yeah. stopping them. And they had tough games too in that period. And at the start of the season, that was my argument against Liverpool. I, th- I thought squ- squad-wise, Man City had the better squad and they would soon catch mm-hmm. up with Liverpool. But the way Liverpool have blown everyone is just ridiculous. I mean, they just keep... Also, they don't switch teams a lot. They keep playing the same team most of the games. Their fitness yeah. levels are out of this world, uh, you have to say. <laughs> right. None of them have been injured for a long time. 
which is and also be, even if they do get injured like right now they have uh, well fabinho out you have oxley chamberlain out yeah they had joel matip out but still they are coping with those injuries as if like nothing like i mean it doesn't seem to matter them but yeah the thing is oxlade was playing i mean i was talking about first team players mostly like none of them have mm-hmm. really been injured except fabinho yeah. but keta has uh, fabinho you could say yeah right. but yeah klopp has this i don't know what's what serum they are taking or what uh, uh, special captain america serum i right. think they are taking and also their full backs like you know james miller steps in yeah. when needed but on the right hand side like alexander arnold it's playing pretty much every game yeah robertson joe gomez van dijk alisson yeah i mean if you still think i i still cannot believe that they are this far ahead i thought liverpool and Les- man city were the two biggest team in the premier league right now but the way right. they have liverpool have opened the gap i mean even in the past seasons when man city won the title liverpool were close to them but this season right. there is no catching liverpool they have just increased their uh, stamina quality everything <laughs> yeah and the consistency as well like you know they find ways to win the games yeah and they are winning games too like they have not lost yet this season in the premier league and are you feeling the pressure your invincible could be under threat <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm hoping Adidas Arsenal can end it. <laughs> That's my hope. Ah, <laughs> uh, they have also one thing to notice. They also didn't sign anyone this season. I mean, they signed in January now, Minamino, but I don't think they signed anyone in the mm-hmm. summer. Yeah. And Man City. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say just like I mean. credit should be given to club for yeah getting them this far they won the champions league last season and this season it seems like they are even better and also they were the runners up in the champions league the season before also right so and didn't and they finished second then also right yeah um, last season no the season before close. that no the i season don't. before that was it who finished wow. second was it spurs I already I I cannot remember. Spurs? No, probably not. Maybe it was Liverpool again. Probably Liverpool. Yeah, they've been consistent. Oh, Manchester season. United. No, no, it United. was Manchester United. Oh, that was Mourinho's yeah. last. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I remember because there was a lot season. of gap between yeah. first and second. Yeah. Hmm. Mm, yeah. So Liverpool leading the way in the Premier League, and then uh, we have. surprisingly not man city man city have it looks like uh, guardiola has given up on the title which is not a good way to go about things in my opinion i think things will not go your way every time so it seems like he's just given up and they are f- yeah, i think one of the reasons for doing that is also how consistent liverpool are like yeah. there's no way they are destroying the like moral they're not even losing or drawing a game they're winning every game so <laughs> even if man city want to challenge right now they're in a position that they may not be able to do that liverpool are like dementors you know the dementors from harry right. potter no <laughs> so they suck the no. happiness out of you 
that's what they are doing to yeah. the man city yeah if they were like losing games here and there or drawing game here yeah. and there you could say like maybe there is a chance but yeah uh, it doesn't seem like that at, at all yeah and even if they do drop off um, like even if they may lose like one or two games you cannot expect them to lose five games considerable yeah. Lead. right yeah and uh, surprisingly so uh, another thing to note about liverpool is so we thought maybe leicester now could be yeah, the nearest title challenges to them and then liverpool beat leicester 4-0 or 4-1 something so that's oh yeah 4-0 4-0 so uh, let's talk about leicester then they also they are having a excellent season under brendan rogers <coughs> in i don't and no one expected them maybe they are not 5000 to 1 odds for this season but they were still uh, no, uh, not not in people's predictions for top 4 and they are way past those predictions they are in second place yeah right now it seems like leicester is destined to be top 4 and their position is yeah. justified based on the performances they ha- mm-hmm. they are having yeah. Yeah, they lost two games this um, festive period, but still, I mean, they were against yeah, Liverpool, Liverpool and City, and yeah. City. So uh, two tough games they lost, and yeah, um, there were concerns that they may drop off in their form, but they won their last two games right after that, and yeah, there there are no signs that they would lose against uh, teams that are not like, except for Liverpool and Man City. Yeah, they're winning like every other games that they're supposed to win. Yeah, yeah, they're drawing games too, but yeah, their their style of play and their squad right now, I think it's hard to uh, imagine that they wouldn't finish top four. Yeah, this is a massive credit to Brendan Rodgers, man, because I was I, this is I mean their squad didn't really improve from last season, and they also sold Harry Maguire, but they still. Mm-hmm. are getting the best out of those young players James Madison has been amazing Vardy is having yeah. his best season under Rodgers yeah even Ayuse uh, Perez like that seemed like uh, not the, not the best of the signings but yeah. still he is making a good impact yeah and so Yunchu the defender Ben yeah. Chilwell is having his best season <laughs> right the other young player that just came in also Hamza Chaudhry mm-hmm. he is also playing well now for them NDD is having his best season, so yeah, pretty much every position. Yeah, they have like they're having player in in form right now. Yeah, and like also backs too. Yeah, what? Sorry, what were you saying? Fullbacks too, like both of them are. Yeah, Ricardo Pereira, he's also, like, and they have the luxury also, just like Chelsea had of not playing any European football, which is a. Yep. big plus for them and they are 9 mm-hmm. points ahead of chelsea in fourth position and which is uh, ridiculous yeah <laughs> so chelsea are in fourth i just talked about them uh, uh, the fourth spot will be the place to fight for between spurs man u chelsea arsenal are behind right now but they i think they'll join up soon Wolves are uh, also in contention. Hopefully, yeah, Wolves are there too. Yeah, there a lot of teams fighting for for that fourth spot. But right now, Sheffield, uh, Chelsea are in yeah in control of that position. Like they have five points. Yeah, it's more about I know, I mean I, 
to be honest i was not even even expecting top 4 i think i told you this at the start of the season yeah. top 6 was my prediction but so we are exceeding expectations right now which i am happy about but i see lots of flaws in the games uh, and we we need squad strength also which we are struggling with right now i could see players getting tired tammy abraham uh, kante is also getting tired i think which is unheard of <laughs> but uh, yeah it's more about other teams not taking opportunities and just losing games yeah, left every, right and center every other team yeah yeah except these top 3 teams liverpool leicester and man city yeah uh, everyone else is is very inconsistent and fourth position will go to the team who gets that consistency in yeah. the second half of the season yeah yeah because um, ah. the table is still so tight like between 5 to 11 there is only like 6 points gap right yeah you could say like two wins or two losses and they can still shuffle the table by quite a lot yeah and oh, all of these teams actually and out of yeah, yeah out of those teams i think i would say wolves are a real threat also spurs they are a big club but they also so harry kane got injured which could be massive for them we'll see how that yeah. goes yeah and mourinho is already showing his uh, agitated self <laughs> did <laughs> you see his comment about the idiot thing <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah i got i, a, I deserved a yellow card but i deserved a yellow for talking to an idiot <laughs> yeah it usually takes him 3 seasons but uh, now to me it seems like it might happen pretty soon at spurs <laughs> uh But yeah, I think Wolves, Sheffield, Sheffield are the Wolves of this season for me, right? Mm-hmm. Would you say the same? Yeah, I would agree with that. Just by their position and their newly promoted team, and no one expected them to yeah be in the eighth position right now, and uh, which says a lot. Right? Yeah, and Chris that. Wilder. That's the one club also who similar to Lampard who has. like homegrown man uh, lamp no not lampard maybe but steve bruce the homegrown the mm-hmm. uh, homegrown managers yeah. but he he's doing really well at sheffield and also their only away loss was came to liverpool recently so they had not lost away from home mm-hmm. which is a, which is remarkable um yeah for for newly promoted team that's like yeah you can't imagine doing that in the premier league <laughs> um, uh, i think uh, arsenal will have lots of problems spurs also i think uh, if we somehow manage to get our home form right chelsea should finish in top 4 because our home form has been horrible <laughs> so we need to find motivation recently curtis yeah, must yeah Yeah, I would say Chelsea might finish for just because they are already in the driving seat, and um, even though their results are inconsistent, but other teams are also inconsistent. Yeah. So it's just a matter of uh, keep getting those wins and playing away these results. Right. And Lampard has certainly brought them some identity and yeah, like a style of play that's encouraging to watch. And you know, the games that you lost were. Uh, you know you had chances and yeah that's another thing yeah you so, so the games some yeah. games that we lost we played better in those games actually yeah. so it's not like we are playing horribly 
like Arsenal did under Emery. Mm-hmm. And Spurs are playing is just that results didn't go our way also. So at least that's a positive. It's only in the last two or three games I think that we have really switched off. We have not looked good. So I hope that doesn't last long. We need we definitely need more squad players also. Hopefully we can sign people in January now. Uh, but yeah, fingers crossed for fourth position. But that will be a big fight. I am assuming, especially in January to March period. Lots of games yeah. are coming. European games as well. So whoever manages those will be yep. in the driving seat. Everton has a Everton has <laughs> Carlo Ancelotti now. So maybe they could be the dark horses. Who who knows? <laughs> yeah, that was a surprise turn of events to see. <laughs> Ancelotti at Everton. Yeah. Never and expected. he has uh, made a positive impact too on them. They yeah. won two games under him. Uh, just lost to Man City 2 1 last game week. Mid- otherwise, they are showing good promises. Right. I think, in terms of titles, he could be maybe the most, uh, maybe the number one or second manager in the whole Premier League. And he is coaching yeah. Everton. Yeah, after Pep Guardiola, I think he might yeah. be the one with uh, the most titles. <laughs> and Champions League. Yeah, Champions League in different continents too. Yeah. <laughs> very, very strange event. Premier League is attracting lots of. Yeah. That's good to see actually. I also I like that uh, Premier League is going up in the Champions League again and the Europa League. Because uh, yep. if you remember in the la- in maybe three or four years ago, it was Spanish <coughs> yeah, teams really who dominated. Had no, no team, right? Yeah, and there yeah. was a there was a doubt about Premier League going down to just three teams in Champions League because of the coefficient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, League. but uh, we are back again. So I think this just comes in circles, <laughs> rotates <laughs> every few years. Yeah, I mean, I think the managers have. Uh, Played a big part, like yeah. you know, say Klopp, Guardiola, yeah. one of the best managers around, right? And Ancelotti now, right? So it's like having these managers, like you know that they will get the best of their teams and yeah, and they'll progress their clubs and they have good European pedigree as well. Yeah. So, uh, let's talk about maybe <coughs> the relegation contenders also. Somehow, none of your uh, <coughs> only one of your team. So, for, from your predictions, one of your team are still in relegation. But I am doing. That's Norwich. Yeah, sure. I I only have one. I only have. Uh, yeah, I also have one. No, no, I have. Wait, what am I saying? <laughs> I predicted. I think you predicted Norwich, Sheffield, and Southampton. I have okay, it here. but Southampton are way out of. Yeah, sometimes somehow Danny Ings is saving them. Yeah, and Sheffield clearly not there. Yeah, Sheffield is like yeah, that was. <laughs> <laughs> that was a. Uh, like, yeah, like many others, prediction. I didn't see it coming. <laughs> I don't know how Danny Ings is performing this way. Also, most of the goals I see him are because of the mistakes of other teams. And yeah, I mean, he's pretty good to pounce on these yeah, mistakes. Yeah, I, I don't like it at all because I still have not put him in my fantasy team, but he keeps getting these chances. This is like, uh, yeah. I think the, the fantasy league is uh, 
uh, having a plan against uh, some evil plan to this <laughs> things is like every week i see like oh southampton yeah. lost but they would have ten ings on the score sheet yeah exactly yeah ings pings one in yeah <laughs> every weekend i had newcastle norwich and sheffield only norwich is correct in that so we both have one <laughs> correct prediction okay Yeah I mean Watford is showing some resurgence now so they yeah. may go out of the relegation zone. Um, it's really tough right now like I mean any Yeah there's not much different there's not much to choose from. Even the I last even place say, is not that far behind I know I remember yeah, some like entire second half of the table. Yeah. They that, that could also go right happen. down to the wire. Yeah. Yeah. because i remember in past some few seasons i think maybe so when aston villa got relegated they were way behind the second to last place so they were yeah. almost certain of relegation but at least norwich are showing signs in few games like in the last game yeah, against spurs still has a chance so. yeah and yeah wins will be crucial from now on yeah any any three points against any team yeah i think these clubs will enjoy and that's why even the top even the fourth spot is not settled yet because any of these teams can beat either chelsea or arsenal or spurs yeah i mean these teams are taking points from big clubs like yeah. west ham yeah uh, or even newcastle got a win against united yeah southampton beat chelsea right and wells like yeah, there's surprising results like <laughs> like that they keep happening southampton beat chelsea united. west ham beat chelsea yeah. Everton beat Chelsea, so everyone Everton is beating. Everton beat Chelsea, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, these teams are taking points off of the big teams. Yeah. But between themselves, they are like ending up with the draws or yeah. or just like it's the table is. I don't think I've seen table like this this close. In and yet Liverpool season, are fifteen yeah. points ahead. <laughs> right. Just so just shows the the the. quality difference i cannot believe still i mean rest of the table is so close and yet liverpool are so far ahead yeah i mean rest of the table is like you can see any team has chance to go up till like 7th or 8th yeah of these teams um if things just go their way will be an exciting season also showing promising signs now who it looked like they aston villa it looked like they might go down Oh yeah, yeah Aston Villa, West Ham. West Ham man, Moyes is back. Who like just likes to win? That's what he does. Yeah, That's what he did. He, if you look at his record, he's a winner. He has the most wins. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, someone said that he is not wrong there, but also that's a most ge- more generic statement that he made. Yeah. Yeah. I am one of the managers with most wins. Of course, you should be one of the managers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, exciting times ahead. Today is the today and tomorrow are FA Cup games, right? Who are you playing? Uh, we're playing Leeds United. Is it tomorrow or today? Uh, we're playing on Monday, I think. Oh, uh, we are playing tomorrow. Not so. Hopefully. Okay. Okay. Some games have already started today. Nothing. Burnley won. Yeah, four two. Yeah. Uh, later on, there's a game. Norwich Leicester City, City has a game. Yeah, Norwich City is leading. 
I will yeah, put out that. Wolves would be interesting one. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that would be interesting. Menu wolves, yeah. And Arsenal are no no Liverpool are playing Everton also. I think right. Yeah, they are playing oh, Merseyside Derby. That's cool. Yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah, that's tomorrow. So that could be interesting. Ancelotti versus Klopp. Um, I'll say that cliched uh, quote. The magic of the cup. <laughs> Let's see yeah, if that see happens. The magic happens yeah. again. <laughs> I mean, there are always these cup dramas, and yeah, I'm just excited to see what happens this time. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all. Then uh, maybe around Europe, a brief uh, review. Um, Red Bull Leipzig are leading Bundesliga right now, which is interesting. Yeah, that's surprising too. Uh, but still, like they're not too far. Yeah. And with Bundesliga, we have seen it enough times where, at the end, Bayern yeah, Munich would just up, yeah. come in and win the title still. <laughs> but it's good to see there's something different in Bundesliga right now this season. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, La Liga, same old story. But Sevilla are uh, not too far behind but yeah. Barcelona Real Madrid as expected leading the way right uh, and then in it, French League uh, it's obviously Leon leading the table oh no no I mean Paris Saint-Germain Serie <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, would be interesting this season with oh, yeah. and Juventus going head to head yeah they are still level on points and Inter is leading by goal difference. Sari might be showing his lack of title winning experience though because Conte has really... If you still uh, consider the squad, Juventus mm-hmm. has a better than better squad than Inter Milan. But yeah. Conte is showing all his experience there. Lukaku is having a good season. Lotaro yeah. Martinez, that striker is playing well. Yeah. He is considered to be one of the big things now in Europe. Mm. Let's see how far he goes. Yeah. Uh, and then... Uh, Any transfer? Oh yeah, transfer. We are ban is, uh, ban is uh, removed now, so that's good. Hopefully, we were... I know people were saying Werner and Sancho, but uh, I was ex- keeping my expectations limited. I mean, those were uh, very high-profile targets. Mean. They can, they can splash the cash if they, they want. They can, yeah, but no one. I don't think they'll sign in January. January, though, especially those players who are both playing. Uh, I mean, Red Bull Leipzig. I don't know why. So Werner said, I think he wants mm-hmm. to focus on winning the league first. And right. So I don't know if we can. I hope we can sign at least Werner. If not Sancho, Sancho definitely not in January. I think. But yeah, that's probably true. The only good thing going for us in terms of Sancho is because most of his friends are in Chelsea from the youth. Mm-hmm. Mason Mount, Tammy Abraham. I think all of them are his good friends. Callum Hudson Odoi. So mm-hmm. we can probably do like a, a Pulisic type thing, sign him and then loan him back for the season. 
But do Chelsea have too many wingers already, right? Like you have Pulisic, Hudson Odoi, Willian, maybe. Yeah. So, but I, I think there are only two because uh, Willian. This is his last season. Mm-hmm. He has not signed a contract. And even if he does, we we need four on each side. I, I mean, four in total, I think. Pedro is not mm-hmm. there anymore. So, if you have Hudson Odoi, Pulisic, you need backups for those also. So, mm-hmm. so Sancho, we need a centre-back. Like, like, you know, all the, all the ones that you just mentioned will be gunning for that first place or starting position. Yeah, but really that's, we need drawings. that actually, especially with young players. Otherwise, they could get... Uh, complacent. Mm-hmm. We uh, we already see it with some players. <laughs> so you need the competition. Mm-hmm. Um, we need cover in uh, left back also definitely. We are both Alonso and Emerson are not do- not doing well. Yeah, it should be your top target. Yeah, looking at Chilwell, but he is not going anywhere according to Rogers. So. You have to find options for that, uh, and then uh, also a st- backup for a striker, also, mm-hmm. and a creative midfielder. <laughs> we need yeah, your shopping list is big. Yeah, but at that's expected. We couldn't sign anyone in summer, I and mean, we have to. Yeah. We have been relying on young <laughs> players. Who are you looking at? Any news from Arsenal side? Arsenal are linked with centre-backs, mainly Jerome Boateng. Oh yeah, Boateng. Another experienced out-face peak centre-back. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> why is that? <laughs> uh, I think like maybe they want some short-term solution for now at least. Till like the end Luis. of the season. And mm. then go again in the summer. Mm. Let's see how much of that is true. Upamecano is also linked heavily. Oh yeah, we were also linked with that. Oh. Yeah, so but then yeah, as you said, right? You know, he his club may not be willing to sell yeah. it now. So there'll always be the challenge in this uh, mid-season window. Yeah, yeah. January is always. I don't think many January transfers work out. Yep. Yeah. For now, I think like we are mainly looking for one centre back because Callum Chambers got injured too. Oh yeah. And yeah. we needed centre back anyway. Yeah, and then we lost one through injury. For us, I think if if it's really ur- the urgent part would be a backup for Tammy because we need that, especially with Champions League and stuff, and also a left back. We definitely need yeah, I mean, two. Yeah, right. Yeah, I would be happy with just one centre back, like a decent centre back. Hmm. If you yes. think though, under Arteta, David Luiz has been playing well in both of his games. Yeah. I agree. I think like every player has uh, improved yeah. in their performances under Arteta. Yeah. I don't know what he has told them. New manager bounce, man. Yeah. <laughs> it took him three games to get the result finally. But no, I mean, yeah, you still played well against like Chelsea also. Yeah, I was very, I mean, I was very downbeat after that Chelsea <laughs> winner right at the end. I was but downbeat until 80th minute and then we turned it around. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the physicality, as you said, like, you know, with Liverpool players, like, they can, like, perform for full 90 minutes. Yeah, fitness. Up and down the pitch. And, like, you know, Arsenal's fitness was pretty evident in that game where they couldn't last. Yeah. Until, in, the, in the second half, pretty much, uh, uh, Chelsea dominated. Yeah. But first half was uh, was one of the best I've seen. 
is only overtaken by first half at Manchester United or against Manchester United for Arsenal. Uh-huh. I think those two, both of the games, like we played brilliantly in the first half. Yeah. So, yeah, his uh, initial impact has certainly been positive and press conferences are interesting again for me to watch and see. You like, can understand uh, them. That's how you feel. Yeah, you can understand and you're looking forward and whatever things that he's saying. He's, I mean, we can see that he's trying to implement those two on the pitch. Whereas with Emery was like, he would say in the press conference that we need to be aggressive. We need to be compact in defense and whatnot, but we wouldn't see that on the pitch. Yeah. Whereas with Ardita, whatever he's saying in his press conferences, we can really relate to it with the way we are playing. So that's something positive and I hope it continues and it's not just a new manager bounce. <laughs> there is something nice though about the, the clubs recently trying to sign their ex-players or it's, it looks like it appears that they are going towards, you know, how football was early earlier in the days you had like players <laughs> managing yeah, yeah, is relative, very young to manage a mm-hmm. club like Arsenal yeah. is not is unheard of especially yeah you know. I mean it's unbelievable to see right like you know yeah. Lampard at Chelsea yeah. Oh, yeah. At Arsenal yeah. with yeah without too much experience in the Premier League or any league for that matter yeah and to to manage clubs of these size yeah uh, but yeah, maybe it's a new trend. You could also say Ole Gunnar Solskjaer at United, yeah, like an ex-player managing. So yeah, it's a it's a trend that you wouldn't have imagined happening right, yeah. a few years ago. And, but uh, it's a start. I think you could see like these different tactics and new managers definitely bring in these fresh ideas. And you also have the best managers in the world also managing in the Premier League alongside them. So they are, they are learning through them also, through Klopp, Guardiola, Ancelotti now. So yep. it's a good balance, I think. If you yeah. take away the the challenge for the title thing, I mean, I think it's good for every <laughs> the Premier League. So these new managers can learn from... Yeah. Uh, think that's all and pretty good podcast today lots to talk yeah. about we are almost an hour yeah most yeah, yeah. Uh, all right i will post the team yeah post the team on the yeah. where, where, where can people follow us people can follow us on twitter yes facebook instagram spotify spotify all the other podcasting mediums as well yes Two substitutes. Uh, two substitutes. With two the with the number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the word. <laughs> yes. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for joining, Akshay. Happy New Year once again to all of you. And all right. that should be that.